And welcome into In the Mix with Mike, episode number 11. Joined proudly by my great co host, Jose. How are we feeling tonight? What's up? We in the building. And Let's get it. Our producer, Juan Cubalette, joining us tonight. On How's another guest of <laughs> What's good? What's good? You know I'm horned up. Go Rams. Go Rams. We Let's got go. Uh, Rams Bills tonight. First night of the NFL season tonight. And uh, we'll get into some NFL picks. Big first week of the NFL season. Let's go, Bills. You got the Bills? Yeah, they're favorite to should, win the Super Bowl. Should we do it now? You want to do the picks now? Get it going? Let's get we it. Can, we can hit it. We can hit it. All right, let's do it then. NFL week one this week, starting with the season opener of the NFL season tonight. The Los Angeles Rams, who won the Super Bowl last year over the Cincinnati Bengals, opened their season at home against the Buffalo Bills on primetime tonight in Los Angeles. One, uh, you go with the Bills, you go with the Rams, and why? I'm mistaking the Rams at home because they're coming off a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, they got a mess and some crazy stuff happening on on the team. You know, OBJ's hurt. So and so said so. So and so said a couple of things. You know, we're not going to say names, but they're tweeting and they're they're sending videos and saying things in the media. So it's going to get chippy. But those boys are going to get their rings right before the game. Aaron Donald's the best player in the world, and guess what? They're what? in L.A. where they just won. They're back at home where yeah. they just won the in biggest the game of their careers, and all of those, a lot of those boys are coming back. So I'm taking L.A. to win. Like I said, what thirty five twenty seven? Wow. Josh Allen, baby. On the contrary, I'm assuming Jose, yes. you're going Bills? New York, bro. <laughs> you know the vibes. Yeah, I'm going Bills. I feel like uh, Josh Allen has a lot to prove. And I feel like gradually every year he's gotten better and better. And he's getting closer and closer. And this right here, this game is to set the tone for the season. Like, we got to go out there and get this. This one is important to us. And him and Stephon Diggs is like number one, one-two punch. In yeah. the league, I would say probably two because Cooper Cup and Bradford are just oh, so Stafford, yeah, Stafford. I mean, yeah, they're, they're just that guy's a monster. Yeah, I would also say before that you probably could have had Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, but now obviously they're on different teams and whatnot. Um, yeah, but not this year. Yeah, obviously not this year. Yeah, yeah. Stephon it, Diggs and Josh Allen just like yeah, it's like spaghetti and meatballs, bro. It's just like they just they're meant to play together, bro, and they just know where to be. And timing and accuracy is just there. So I'm going with the Bills this tonight. Okay. I'm going to go with the Rams close, 20-17. to 17. I say this because... Why so so low? Buffalo's got one of the best defenses in the league. That's why I was a little surprised when Juan said 35-27. I understand the Rams have one of the best offenses in the league, but Buffalo can play some good defense. I'll say I, like 21, 28, 21, 24. Okay. They just got Von Miller, too. Yeah. Take him away. They have the hardest schedule in the league, but I just think it's hard for me to... I know Odell's not playing. He's technically a free agent. And Jefferson's out for the Rams. So you you are losing key receivers. But I think when you still have Higby coming back, Cooper Cup, the Super Bowl performance he had, the confidence of Matthew Stafford at home with the rings, Aaron Donald pumped up, LeBron's probably going to be there. Like, first game of the year against the Bills who – maybe, you know, have been one of the best teams in the NFL not to absolutely, win a Absolutely, yeah, you know? absolutely. Cuz they could have been right there. If they beat the Chiefs, you never know. Maybe mm-hmm. they probably could get past the Bengals. Didn't, the Bengals could be there. Didn't they go into OT? Uh against the Chiefs, yeah. yeah and yeah. that was decided that was on a, a great coin toss. game, bro. That Amazing. was a great game. That Amazing. Head to head the whole game. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up cuz that was one of the best games of the season. Absolutely. And it was one of those things that, you know, me and you talked about the overtimes on the last yeah. episode, but um you know, I I, I think the Rams I'm interested to see, are you guys happy with the season opener matchup? Usually there always is like whoever wins the Super Bowl opens the season at home. Last year the Bucks played the Cowboys. They try to get that team that won the Super Bowl, you know, 
in against a prime time other team or bro. division rival or maybe even a matchup of last year's Super Bowl. It's just Josh Allen's box office, bro. He can open up the season. That's how good he is, bro. People tune in to see Josh Allen, bro. Really? Absolutely, bro. He's, you agree with that one? He's top five quarterbacks. Tune in, in to see him. You can only tune in to see him in the regular season in the playoffs. You can't tune in to see him in a Super Bowl. So, Ooh. with that being said, he does talk. There's, spicy. you know, there's no chip. Shout there's, out Diggs though on the pod. I, I'm big no, stuff on Diggs guy. Absolutely. So. Shout like, out Diggs. On, he's, a, he's a dog. Nobody could guard that man one on one. Jalen Ramsey said he can, and he's, he's going to. What a matchup! You know I mean, I'm just Jaylen, saying, I'm not playing. I'm not playing about this game, and I'm not playing about my money. I I took Ooh. the I took the Rams, and I I know they're gonna win. Do you I'm run any parlays out it. of you on FanDuel on the on the account? Any? I only I only hope that Matthew Safford passes for two touchdowns. Okay. And uh, I took the over. I took the over. Yeah. In the in the game. Okay. For points. I would, I would say if I was gonna if I'm if I'm gonna throw something later, I looked into a little bit earlier in the week. I would take Diggs to score a TD. I would take Cooper Cup to have one. Both I, over fifty yards receiving. I never take touchdowns in and the Rams. I just feel so confident with those two you know receivers. Hard it is to zone. get a touchdown in the NFL, bro. I know. And there's great receivers out there. Those yeah. two are electrifying too. Yeah, they are. But it's tough, bro. It's a lucky game. That's why Cooper Cup is so underrated. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't say underrated because he does get the credit, but he's a dog, bro. Like, yeah. you can't guard. He is probably the best route runner in the league, bro. I could I could agree with that. If I'm gonna say Hopkins is probably the best wide receiver in the league with the hands, Cooper Cup is probably one of the best route runners in the least yeah. in the league. I think the best route runner I've seen was Antonio Brown, but you know he's not in the league right now, te- yeah. temporarily. But Cooper Cup, bro, his footwork is just impeccable, bro. Like he's light on his feet. He catches the ball and he always finds open pockets, bro. Yeah. All the time, like his quarterback know, like, yo, if you in a hole, bro, just look for me. Yeah. I'm gonna get you there. And he did it throughout the whole playoffs, bro. It's like, a hundred receiving yards every game plus a touchdown. Like, you don't see that no. that often. And my boy's white. Come yeah. on, bro. I know. Do you think that works? I think it works though, like with Odell, because Odell could be that guy that like goes out and you know. He could put on that entertainment factor, and then you got a guy like Cooper Cup that's just a dog that locks in, doesn't care about any of that showboat, and he just like does his part. And Odell brings that ener- energy, and that's probably why they won the Super Bowl on the offensive side of the ball. We all know why. The Not only that, is like there. you can't double team. Like yeah, who are you gonna double team? Higby Cooper, in the middle. Jefferson's gonna, young. He's yes, not playing tonight. Come on, bro, it's too much talent. So then the last thing I'll say on this game is: Do you think the Rams not having Odell? Like if if the Rams had Odell, would you have sided with the Rams in this game? No. You still think the Bills? Yeah. Okay. I, it's just, for me, it's more of a of a Josh Allen statement. Yeah. Like, he he wants to get there. Like, he keeps he keeps knocking at the door, but the door won't open. And I feel like probably to this year, he could get there, bro. Yeah. I feel He's like so he can, close, too. He, everybody ta- knows the Bills are Yeah, bro. Are and legit. he has a lot of talent around him. Yeah. On the offensive side and defensive side, so. I got high hopes for him, bro. And he's from New York, bro. I don't like the the Giants fucking sucked. It's so I'm not team. cheering for them. It's both your team right there. I'll, I'll go with the Bills this year. Okay. All right. The, the true New York team, I guess. Giants and Jets both play in New Jersey. So got the Giants anyway. and Jets combined don't get enough wins to compete with the Bills. So take both of them out the equation. They fucking suck. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen this year, though. With this year, things are going to come out the books. Like It, it happens every year. There's going to be that one sleeper, and then there's going to be the team that 
like the Cowboys, you think, oh, they're going to show up. They might win a playoff game. They got everybody. They got a defense. They got an offense. And then that's, they, they that's, shit the bed. That's one thing I would say, though. Like, the NFC East is always up for grabs, bro. Yeah. Like, they could be so bad or so good. Yeah, There's no like, in between. And it, it always comes down to, like, the last four games. Like, yep. who's going to take the lead? But we'll see this year. That's why football is so good, bro. It is. I'm so excited. We'll probably tap on more games coming up on Sunday. Absolutely. On the pod. We'll pick them and uh, get us ready for the NFL season. But we have a great matchup tonight with the Bills and Rams. What I'm looking forward game? to it. 8 o'clock? 820. 8 tonight. So, oh, Bills good. are actually favored. They're minus 2.5 right now. Bro, they're so. favored to win the Super Plus Bowl. Plus 3 would be a great bat. And Juan took him over. He said it mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. I'm still pumped up on the I like the Bills. I really do. I, I, I like the Bills. But when it comes to this game and with the choices I've been making, I just, I'm, I'm really against them on this. And it's the first game of the year. There's yeah. going to be a couple drop balls. There's going to be a couple fumbles. There's going to be mental mistakes. There's going to be rookies that get playing time and mess up. There's going to be those jitters. Whoever gets them out first, it could be a, a toss for grabs, and then that person, the the opposing team, wins. Yeah. Or it could be last a field goal. 50-yard field goal. Come on. You haven't kicked a 50-yard field goal in six months, some of these guys. Eight if – oh, no, actually both teams made the playoffs pretty far last year. So, yeah, you haven't kicked a 50-yard field goal in almost half a year, a lot of these guys. Yeah. So things things could things could go crazy, especially if it comes down to a very close game last minute. I think it's it, it's going to be a game that's up for grabs for anybody, but the the Rams end up closely taking it, and that's what I'm going to stand on. Okay. Again. Me too. Let's get it tonight, hopefully. Me and you on that. We'll see if Jose could yeah, cool go us tomorrow. But – uh, other news tonight, uh, Nav is dropping an album uh, right after the game. We go right from the game to the Nav album. Hella features on this project. Uh, I think the album is called Demons Protected by Angels. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Demons right. Protected by Angels. Hey, Boogie's dropping tonight, too, with G Herbo. I don't know if it's just a single. I think it's a single because uh, also G Herbo was on Roddy Rich's yeah. uh, single today Did at 12. Did you hear the sample of that? That's just fire. Yeah. I don't know if Roddy's verse was amazing but it that's was not his good. type of yeah, beat it's i know it's type of beat he's like i'm just waiting for him to produce tracks like every season and you know just Bro, down below it. and like if mustard War baby and like that whole project if mustard don't do his whole album bro it's not rowdy bro. i know i know but going back to nav so he is dropping tonight and he has hella features on this mm-hmm. project Juan, do you, do you want to fill us in there you're probably on top of that already you know, know you? me man come on first and foremost i have to say i'm a huge nav fan Shout i like that a lot boy. I was I was able to see him perform in Philly in 2018. Wow! And he came out with a little Uzi. They played their "Wanted You" song. He played uh, "When I'm Sober." I just don't like who I am. Oh, yeah, uh, that was a yeah, that was a great track. He's a short. He's like five six, like 160 pounds. He's like a short, chubby dude. Real cool. Seems like bro. A guy, academics ended his career. That's what happened to Nav. Nah, him and him and Acker cool now. Him and Acker cool. Axe been posting the Axe been posting the album and giving it promo. So let's just hope that the album does good. You know, we we that's gonna keep nabbing. Yeah, that's the that's album cover. Fire. That's tough. Yo, Bill, you see this in the back? It was designed by shout out Bills. Shout out Bills. A lot. Some people didn't like it. Some people did like it. They can't tell. Like a, somebody tweeted, I can't tell if this cover is hard or shitty. And then somebody just was straight flaming it. <laughs> if but, you can't tell whether it's hard or shitty, that means it's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but in in real sense, though, in real sense, the cover means something, but the music's gonna mean a lot more. And his features are his features are a list people. We got Travis Scott, Lil Baby, yep. Future, Uzi, Lil Durk, Bryson Tiller's on a track. Yep. Don Tolliver, Bryson Tiller, Babyface Ray, Bryson Tiller's on this John. Free he's Gunna. got so he, if you look at the features in this, he's got Uzi on like two separate tracks, and it's just him on the single. So that that'll be cool. Obviously, never uh, never sleep with Travis Scott and Lil Baby was tough. 
And then he's got one time with Future and Don Tolliver. That'll be tough. He's got my dog with Lil Durk. That'll probably be a banger. He's got Bryson Tiller on there. Nav is tough. Like, I, I like Nav a lot. I think he's he makes some really good music, if you want my opinion. Like, I could just play him, go through a couple albums of his, and just, like, casually. Like, I, I like letting his music just kind of yeah. go. It's just easy to... Easy to do whatever I'm doing. He's, it's just melodic. He's a good artist, and what I've realized since you know I'm I'm really into sound and sonically, he's a producer. So he makes his own beat. He knows how to get in between those guys yeah. and hit them, and then he raps over them. It's it's just the, the dude's a genius. He takes the painting, he makes the canvas, and he, he also paints on it, which is great. But also, I I saw a snippet of him talking about this album, and he he touched to where I took my time with it. Like, I was in through the pandemic. I didn't know what sounds I liked. I didn't know what I needed. And I would leave it for times. I would go experience mm. things in life. I would come back to it. So I'm I'm excited because if he if he really did, like an artist That's does, you know, what, you know what they say, the old age, uh, the old age him, you, uh, you take your time with your masterpiece or like masterpieces take time. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that hey, before. He put the work in. Sometimes it's ta- sometimes it's sometimes it's passed since he's dropped. Yeah. And now he says that he's going to give us his last piece. What's what's good, what we need. So at 12, honestly, I'm going to be listening to Apple Music and I'm I'm going to tune in. Yeah. Now is this is this a tune in for you or like how are you guys looking at this project? Do you wake up tomorrow and go to the no, gym yeah, and listen I'm, to it? I'm definitely playing this like first thing headset at work to you drive on the way to work like me and you're still up watching the game. I'm a big Nav fan just because, like, on a personal level, I'm a big Nav fan. But I want to know how other people take in Nav. Because, one, he's Canadian. We're obviously not Canadian, but he's Canadian. So maybe in the sixth, they're, they're taking Nav a little different. Maybe this is bigger for them than it is for us or vice versa. Maybe they're like, ah, ew, fuck Nav. And we're here nah. like, ah, let's go. I th- what I about think, you, Jose? I think Nav is a great artist. He makes good music. But the problem that, not, that Nav has is, like, what you're rapping about, you don't really live. And you don't fit the image. He's like into the street shit. When he's not on his melodic, melodic, like songs where he's singing or just talking about his life, he taps into that street shit. Hmm. And his street shit is when he has all the features. So people don't really like. Nah, if you're not really into that, you're not. Yeah. You're not doing half the things you say. But can he make records? Absolutely. Like he makes great songs, bro. Back to like. 2016, 2017. Yeah. When he had the weekend. On yeah, bro. So he much. was cooking up. like, And he has a lot of great features. He has great features with Pop Smoke. He has great pe- features with... Uh, the weekend. The there. weekend. He has him and A Boogie making Travis music Scott, together. Him and, him, and, him and Quavo. Like, yeah. He could really tap in, but the thing that I... The problem Meek, that I feel like yep. that he has is the Meek one was fire too. Yeah. It's just he doesn't fit the image of sort of his big record raps. Yes and no, but... I would have to say he also is one of the future drug rappers. He talks a lot yeah, about his addiction. When he with, sings about that, with perks and Zans yeah, yeah. and you know prescription drugs. He also talks a lot about relationships in his raps. If you listen to it, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a couple like my shooters will go bang bang hit you. But if you look at it, he hangs out with like the weekend, which is has been known to be like All right, I'm a little hood here. I'm from the streets. I've I've done it. And he's in the EXO game. Yeah, but the weekend don't be speaking about that as not, much. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. But, but he's he's in he's signed to EXO. I the wish the weekend that, was on this album. Though, yeah, no, on, the dudes that run EXO are kind of hood dudes, mm-hmm. and those are the dudes he runs with. He's kind of just like a Drake. Drake has never been on a drill. He says it in his raps, "Yo, I've never do, I've never done a crime, but my brothers have." So maybe he's around it, or like a Pusha T. He's around the crime. He's around the the shooter shooter gangster rap, but he's just not the guy that does it. 
And he's also Indian. It's weird to, like, come on. You know, there's no Indian Punjabi gangs in the middle of Canada. You know what I'm saying? True. So it's just not in his best interest. But also, like, yeah, I got an NBA young boy and the. the Do you think he's an industry, uh, industry plant? No. 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 Not at all. Here's why. Because he talented. makes Yeah, he makes so much good music. I was just looking back on his albums. Like, think about this. Nav in 2017 was We don't know great. his backstory. I know, but he... He's talented. Yeah. His backstory is that he was making beats in, at, in his mom's house at like 16 or 20. And then would send people the beats and stuff because he was a producer first. And then he gets on back-to-back, right? Gets on back-to-back by just by whim of chance against Drake when Drake is his friend and he's closer to Drake on this point but that happens by whim of chance but then how he gets signed is with XO yeah the guy the label owner of XO like the weekend heard him on SoundCloud so you remember SoundCloud was cool back in the day right absolutely yeah that V-Lone was like a big SoundCloud thing right he hears him on SoundCloud he's like yo fly out to Toronto uh, fly out over here or going back and forth LA da 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 he signs a big record deal and then also signs with XO drops a couple hits and today he's a nav that we know. Yeah. But just how everybody else, he learned music and then did it really well and, and it came out. So almost like a baby Kanye. Not necessarily saying he has yeah, like Kanye a, talent. In but the Kanye way. You producer turned rapper. Learn how to make the beat, the yeah. life of the song, and then spit whatever you feel on top of the song. Because he can make huh. great records and he's I was just going to say, his albums are fantastic. His features are fired, and he can also make like a lot of good hooks. Yeah. His album with Metro Boomin is that's what I was very just... solid on every single beat, and they collaborated on a lot of those beats. So who was it? It was Metro, and it was Nav. Well, he yeah, that, that alone. That's what I'm saying because he went from Nav, the first album, and then to Perfect Timing, to Reckless, to Good Intentions, to mm. you know, Bad Habits, and then he also had smoke. the Emergency uh, Tsunami album, which was. He had some features on that. He had Lil Baby that snaps. I gave a round of applause to myself. Yeah, yeah. I put that. Yeah, he kills that. And, like, that whole... Nav makes really good music, in my opinion. And I think a lot of people could say what they want about him. I agree with you, Jose. I think that's why there's probably a lot of Nav hate. Because it feels like you either really like him or you really don't. Because, like, look at when Little Tekka stepped into the scene. Yeah. His music was... Pretty good, but he does like not he feel can, like that character exactly. one bit. Like people are like, "What?" But the he f- can rap like everyone else. Yeah, and he's good. Say makes, all the yeah. drill shit and mm-hmm. you know really tap into that lane. Yeah, and but, make a good record. But he could do it in a, such a weird way too. You know, there's it's like just so pure much, talent, bro. That's yeah, what that is. It's like his music is like video game esque. You know, mm-hmm. in a sense where it's just like GameCube. It's like I don't know. It's like so different in a sense it works but he is talking about that stuff so i definitely agree with you but nav i think is fantastic and i'm excited to see his project tonight um you mentioned a boogie's dropping a single tonight yeet is dropping in a whole album so we'll see how that that goes that's going to be really interesting he says it is so we'll we'll see uh how that goes in music tonight anybody else dropping not that i know of obviously little baby we talked about on the other episode he's gonna be october 14th i think his album is yeah so we'll see how that project goes um want anybody else dropping that we hear uh, i'm trying to think i'm trying to think if anybody in r&b is dropping i know young boy just dropped literally like two days ago on some yeah crazy like he just had more music in the tuck threw it on the threw it on the stream to the people he's yeah. going crazy i think he's really trying to get out that deal uh romeo santos just dropped Pierre Bourne just dropped. Yeah, last week. And then I'm looking at the charts for upcoming, and we're not looking at anything big. Ari Lennox is coming. John Legend. Uh, the Arctic Monkeys, if you guys are into that vibe. And then yeah. in a couple of weeks, we're going to have five seconds of summer. 
lot of features tonight. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion dropping a single. Uh, Russ is dropping a single. It's G Herbo's song with A Boogie, by the way. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, YG's got a single, and it's an EP actually by Yeet. Okay, he he actually has now titled it an EP, not an album. Okay, so let's get that down. But excited for the new music, so we'll we'll keep our eye on that. We got the game, we got new music, got a great weekend of sports coming in. Me and Jose will tap in on that um, this week. But and an idea that kind of arose in the in the the podcast. Our community here in the embassy, we, uh, we're watching Drake, Chris Bosh, and LeBron James, this uh, short, like, 25-minute um, video on YouTube, and they were kind of interviewing each other. It was titling who's interviewing who, and me, Juan, and Jose were just chilling here, and we are like, why don't we do something like that? So yeah, we were like, let's do it. Let's and, cook uh, up. Let's give a little backstory about ourselves. Let's do a little who's interviewing who and kind of get into, you know, letting you guys know a little bit more about the product. We, uh, we just... I didn't want to break the news too early, but we just got on Apple Podcasts. Yes, so. sir. We in the building. Jose, and great job by Juan, our yeah, producer. Yeah, thank you, Juan. Juan made all that happen for Pulling us, the out producer. All the you know, Times. he do what he do. Yeah. Yes, sir, Ski. But uh, let's do it. Who's interviewing who? Jose, you want to start it? No, maybe? you can start it off. Oh, you want me to start it off? You know. All right. Uh, Don't wanna... hold anything back, fellas. Okay. Let's go. All right. So that one kind of started with Chris Bosh. He started it, the conversation around Toronto. I think it's funny how, like, we're all – you know, originally born in New York, and now we're all here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I think that's such a small world. Facts. Growing up in New York, what was, like, the biggest passion for – I'm going to put this out to both of you guys. What was the thing that, you know, growing up in New York, just, like, you'll remember the most? Like, what were you most passionate about, like, in the window? So I was there for, oh my, like, 10, 11 years of my life, and just how passionate I was about sports, the way the culture worked, the way the – you know, the environment worked, you know, how many teams were there, how much is happening at one time, the people, just the food, my family, you know. But definitely I think just like the sports element of it and like the the fact that I'm still a New York Yankees fan, still a New York Knicks fan, you know, I carry those traditions still. And like the energy and the environment and just the pace that it moved at, you know. What do you think for you, Jose, I'll, I'll let you start here and then one next. What do you think for you is what you remember most about living in New York. We're from one of the greatest cities in the world, bro. Yeah. We have the Garden. <laughs> you have Yankee Stadium. You have Shea Stadium. Like, we had a lot. Sports was definitely one of the things that, like, I remember growing up. But uh, what I really remember the most about growing up in New York City, which is being outside, bro, is, like, yeah. meeting up with your friends and let's go to this block and let's play f- – Manhunt and let's play tag and let's play Skelzies. Let's go play SpongeBob. Like everybody was outside. Like you literally knew everyone in your neighborhood and everyone, you know, would come outside. We'll have your block party, have a block party, um, riding bikes, going down yeah. to the whole city. Like New York City's so big, so there's like yeah. so much you could really go out there and see if your parents let you. But the fun part was. Going when your parents didn't let you, like, yeah. I know I'm not supposed to be this far with my bike, but I can do that. I want to see like the city's about, so yeah. much far. Like, there's so much you can do out there compared to like in the suburbs where everything is more closed and and you don't you only see like not only not that you only see, but you can only hang out who's in your complex or who's yeah. around you. In the city, you know, you can hop on a bus and go anywhere, ten, fifteen, twenty miles. You you know, you can meet up anywhere. So there was more to do in the city for me. I got you. And I think that's it's great because, you know, you're 
I'm from Long Island originally, you know. I'm from the city. So. Yeah, so it's great that we could kind of relate a little bit on that yeah. about like the culture and the environment and like the food. Even though I'm, you know, about it's like an hour and a half of a drive really with traffic these days, but it's only like 30 minutes from each other. And Juan, what about what about for you? You know, Juan, what give is, us man. give us the yeah. give us the music part about growing yeah, up. Yeah, because I feel like he's gonna because we lived in a great era of man, Queens was great, man. Queens. Coming in in Queens. I might go Shout back out to Queens. Queens. I, don't, I, I don't know that I might go back to Queens, but, you know, the big a lot of big people are from there, too. But, I mean, Mike, just touching back on your question, what, I'm, what I was most passionate about would definitely have to be, and just, it's weird because it would have to be, like, the same thing as I am now. It would kind of have to be the family aspect that I had in New York because a lot of my family lives in New York and yeah. still does live in New York. And a lot of my family still lives here in PA, but in New York you could get on a train and me and my mom would be able to go to my uncle's house and then go get on another train and go to my other aunt's house and then we could go to the park and get ice cream and then go home and repeatedly. So like that's the cool thing in New York. You can be connected with your people that live real far away but still have an access and a commute to them, which is good yeah. in any big city because, as you're saying, it's in New York. Like There's so much opportunity. There's so much going on. It's an amazing city. Like You have the Yankees. You have all that stuff. But then in that sense, you have your yeah. family. And then what I like enjoy and like miss more would also have to be probably the food. And now that weed is legal and like we're grown, I really miss the uh, not like the school system, but how different it is when you're your when your social life revolves around living in New York. Yeah. Because here it changes like you're in Lancaster. Once school is done, we all go our separate ways. Mm. Everybody goes back to their small town. Like you're probably f- an hour from Philly or half a w- half an hour away from Philly. Yeah. You see your friends once in a while, but in New York, with all those people and all the different circles you can jump Just in, I feel like you never yeah. stop meeting people. <sighs> and you no, no, not everybody goes back to their small town because a lot of people are from New York. So you just go back to your borough that, just like I was saying, is a train right away. Hmm. So the culture and and just the social aspect of New York is none like any other. And also the nostalgia. Every time I go back and I see my kindergarten. And I see my grade school, and I see the place I used to stop yeah, with my facts. mom to get Italian yeah. ice every so nostalgic. single Saturday. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I see the I see the old guys playing that game where you have to slide the little uh, balls and it has to land in the middle. What is what is it called? Oh, Italian uh, game. Yeah, like they play it. that game at the park yeah. all the time. They sh- I don't know what it's handball. Called. No, yeah, you see, it, you, you see, it's not handball, but you see handball. No, I'm yeah. not saying it was handball. But oh yeah, you're you go to New York City, you see yeah. people playing handball. I miss the the crackheads on the train, like just the, the fire. Subway. I don't miss the crackheads at all. The, the <laughs> Dykeman jokes, like the Dominicans, yeah, the yeah. different cultures everywhere. The the Colombian shop, the Verrazano Bridge. Shop. I always, you said nostalgia. I just said the Jose that the other day. I was like, I'll be playing Empire State of Mind every time I go over to Verrazano Bridge by Jay Z. Every time you go in New York. Not only that, we came from. Yeah, we came from the city where hip hop started. Yeah, like where the foundation. Like we grew up in an era where some of the best rappers to live came out of New York City. So we was in that time frame where like shit was really kicking off for hip hop and rap. Yeah, and we're from there, so it's a different feeling when it's from there. We got Hove, we got Nas, we got Mm -hmm. Biggie. We got Diddy. Nas on the pod. We We don't we don't talk about him enough. Like we will one day. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. Come but on, we have Big Pun, Remy Ma, like Fat Joe, like and even today it's really good. You got Favi. We had Pop Smoke, R.I.P. to Pop Smoke. R.I.P. Yeah, A Boogie, R. R. Little Wulati. T.J. and y- your boy Wuladi over there. But um, New York just 
it's it's just something. It's just it's great. It's a it different really energy, yeah. bro. Yeah, it's fast paced. People are rude, but you know what? It's just like we all know we're on the same timing. Yeah, it's like everybody's minding their own business and doing whatever they're doing. At you the know same that narcissistic pace. at the same page. But it's like when something happens and shit hits the fan, everybody is. And like, obviously, nine eleven is this week, and you know it's amazing like how much that city came together, bro. I remember everything. that shit like it yeah. was yesterday, bro. I literally. Really, I literally thought my mom was dead, bro. My it, mom worked right across the street from the really? World Trade Center. Yeah. Oh my god. So I got picked up in school. And I'm, like, trying to call my mom because that's the first thing I did when I got to my aunt's house. And when they picked me up, I picked up the house when I'm calling. But yeah. I didn't know at the time that, like, all the cell phone towers were down. down Everything yeah. was down. So I'm, like, shit. So I started to cry. I'm, like, my mom, my mom. Because probably, like, a week before that or two weeks prior to that, my mom had took me to her job. So I knew how close the World Trade Centers were. And from my school, when you walk down the hallway, you can literally see, you can literally see the the World Trade Center. So we seen the first building collapse. And the first thing that came to my mind was like, oh shit, my mom. Bro, my mom didn't get home to like, probably like, I was taken out of school early, like, probably like 10 o'clock. Yeah. My mom didn't get home probably to like, three, four o'clock. And when she got home, she was completely white, bro. It was, it was yeah, from scary, everything. bro. Oh my scary. God, yeah. She literally had to walk I from World Trade Center oh all the way uptown. It's amazing. Because I was going to say, I, it's scary, man. I had two uncles in the building that got out. Yeah. By the grace of God. And just not only that, my, you know, how much other family I had working in Manhattan, you know, just could see it in the debris. My my other uncle uh, was the New York police, uh, police, police officer. officer. And, you know, he was, you know, a part of it. And how many guys that he knew that lost their lives because of what they were breathing in from, like, everything falling, running, yeah. the, you know, just, just. Never forget 9-11. At all. That was, like, one of my earliest memories. Juan, did, like, how did that affect you? Uh, were I you? Mean, I was I was very young since I am the youngest. Yeah, because I was, was going to say. I was two years old. And I want to say, when I asked my parents about it, I think I was in Dominican Republic. At the time, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if you were in My DR. dad was working here, and me and my mom were in Dominican Republic. Because I was just, I had just gotten old enough to travel. So my dad was still working in the Bronx, and... Me and my mom were DR, so luckily, you know, my family didn't have to endure any tragedy or any any anxiousness or scare. Yeah, with that situation, changed but, everything. Know, that that's really a real tough situation. I don't even really like talking about that situation. Yeah, just because any like it could happen any day to anybody, but and also one of the best cities in the world, and so many people around and so much security, and we, you know, we're, we have one of the best armies in the world. But we still couldn't stop that. Yeah, it was a and beautiful it was Tuesday. Just twenty years ago, <laughs> so that's that's very scary because we were all alive yeah. when this happened. Yeah. Did you guys play sports growing up in New York? Baseball. Yeah. Baseball. I yeah, played just too. about everything growing up. Yeah. I was gonna ask you. I actually somebody asked me this week, um, like, who was the biggest like inspiration on a professional setting for you? Where, like, as a role model, like, is there somebody that you emulated or wanted to be, whether it be an athlete? Or been an artist or an actor. Maybe for you, was it Jay Z? Maybe for one, you know, was it Derek Jeter? For me, it was Tiger Woods. Like maybe that's because of my connection with golf. Obviously, Kobe in basketball I was always the player I try to emulate. Obviously, who done it with the shoes? But Tiger, I always was like club twirling. I had his shoes. I had his the Nike ball, the Nike polo. You know, like it was just like it's you know he, he was, was just a phase, bro. Oh, like. But I'll always be the biggest, you know, Tiger Woods fan in the world and watch him, you Probably. know, wherever he is. What, what about for you? 
growing up. Like, or even now, like, would carry the most longevity. When I was a kid, bro, I was a huge, huge, huge Jason Kidd fan, bro. I had his jersey on the Nets. The, Me too. I have the white five. It was it was Jason Kidd and Allen Iverson. I remember my mom bought me the AI sneakers. I had the jerseys. Like, those were the two that I remember when I was very, very young. Then, you know, the Lakers began their dynasty. So I was watching Kobe. I was watching Shaq. And then the GOAT came to the league. And LeBron has just been my favorite athlete of all time since then, bro. So pro- would it probably be LeBron, I guess, in long- longevity, I guess? Longevity, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, would I don't think there's anyone that I haven't seen any other talent or athlete that is going to say, yo, he's better than LeBron, bro. Yeah. And I literally watched LeBron's whole career. So it was like, that's my guy. Hmm. Well, what about you? I mean, growing up, it was definitely, you know, as a as a Yankees fan. Yeah, it was Alex Rodriguez because I'm Dominican too. For, for a big time of my life, it was Alex and uh, Derek Jeter. Yeah, even yeah, I was Jorge in New York Posada for all of that there. too. That was dope, bro. That was great watching that. I had yeah. a Rod jersey. Throw Jorge, throw Jorge Posada in there, and then when I started playing football and got into football, I was a pretty big Aaron Rodgers fan, and mm. then I was also a pretty big. You remember when Devin Hester played? Yeah. yeah, we were turning off on those the kicks. Bears. Twenty three. I, w- I would be at football practice, like yo, I'm returning like Devin Hester. I'm trying <laughs> to like return punts and stuff, getting cracked on <laughs> kickoff, kick return. I'm like, I'm I'm tackling. So like him. Uh, who else was I really really into in football? Oh, I forgot. I was a big fan of wrestling when I was younger too. So Absolutely. John Cena. Wow. I was a big like John Cena, Rey Mysterio guy. Attitude error. No, no, no. Right after. Ruthless aggression error. Yeah. John Cena early in his chain game. Yeah. Batista, Triple H, Ric Flair. Yeah. Undertaker. He was Brock. Tough, man. Bra- Brock Lesnar came in for a little bit. CM Punk. Yo, to think we, we literally. They came to Reading, and I remember going and watching them. But as I was, I was touching back, I also ended up getting into basketball. And then being a, being a New Yorker and being into basketball. You know, you know who my guy is, who I'm standing tall with forever. Good old. <laughs> and people come at me, but I was a big Kemba fan, man. Kemba hey, Walker. that's fine. I had his jersey yeah. on UConn. I was a big. I'm a big Kemba fan. I like Kemba. He's good. He just couldn't. He couldn't get the job done. I like this handle when when I. Like yeah, one of the best step backs ever, though. True. Yeah, him at UConn too. Him at UConn was fire to watch. He won a I have, ship, right? I have like so many jerseys of his, which is wild. Just happens. and he went to school in New York City too. He went to Rice, yeah, right huh. there in the West Side, by New York, not too far from where I lived. But Kemba definitely had it. And you got to remember, New York City was known for street basketball. The best athletes in the city, I mean, not in the city, in the league, came to play at the Rucker Park. Came to play at Dykeman. Like New York City just had that energy. Like ball players, that one on one. Let me see you outside. We're gonna get we're gonna get shaking and cooking. Yeah, that's that's an energy that you can only captivate probably in New York City on a concrete jungle. Hmm. Well, that was well said. You, you had Kobe. Kobe yeah, went well and dropped. Said. Kobe went and dropped what sixty, in the Rucker. It was Durant went and scored sixty three. Also, I was just gonna say KD balled on that. Like I remember watching him. I was like, bro, how is he? Like, you have rappers building teams and paying NBA athletes to go perform at the rucker bro like you don't see that anywhere else you don't see that in chicago you don't see that in la you don't see yeah. that in texas that that energy is only captivated in new york city bro it's amazing it really imagine is. you just 
watching from your window and you see Kobe cooking up in the middle of the projects and you're seeing Durant cook up and you're seeing that's sh- wild you're seeing KG down there bro Vince Carter like the best players in that's the world crazy. came out to New York City to like yo this is where we gotta go play we gotta pass through these gates some way somehow yeah. and it was lit bro it was it was just an energy that like I haven't felt anywhere else I've been to Cali I've been to a lot of places but not a, there's no energy like New York, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I think so bread, man, in New York. Yeah, bro. Facts. I mean, it's it's a city unlike unlike any others. But uh So transitioning to from New York City to Lancaster. Okay. Let me ask you, uh, where do you prefer like if you had the chance to like grow up again as a child, would you grow up in New York City again? Or would you say, Let me take let me take the the suburbs route in Lancaster and see how that would go. No, I I would have kept it just as is. Me too. Because it being born in New York and living there for half the first half of my life so far, I've like understand that like I still have some, you know, affiliation in in a, in a way to to the city, you know, whether it be a couple words I say where, like, if it's chocolate, you know, sometimes I'll slip and say chocolate or something. You know, like, the yeah, little yeah. thing or, like, coffee or water, like, water, you know. So, like, I have that, but I think, like, the biggest part of it is just, like, New Yorkers have it's a chip. not, like, yeah, that chip on my shoulder, yeah. like, having patience, but when to know when, you know, in a sense, when to say when, in a, in a sense, and yeah. just, like, having that. So, like, I do have some, like, part of me that like you could kind of tell if you sp- speak to you. me that's but then like learned. that yeah the emotional aspect of like that chip on your shoulder that's a good way to put it i would probably say well and what about you i agree i agree with you mike and i would <sighs> they say if you can make it in new york you can make it anywhere anywhere i don't know man just because the uh the independent the independent nature of New York, I feel like for me and for my family, at times like it, it could have been bad. Like your family has to work so much just living in New York, mm. and the life can be so fast sometimes. Where like you barely see yourself spending time with your dad, you barely see like your parents at your games. Your sisters have to get a job at an earlier age. Like things are really fast. So in a sense, I don't know if I would. That's a great point. Like just, I I can't even make my mind up right now it would have to be like a toss of a coin has or tails but i really enjoy the still city lifestyle in reading but being able to have my mom home all the time being able to drive 10 minutes everywhere no mm-hmm. traffic anytime that oh you have to pay for some things there's pros and cons and you just have to level them out and in this sense i i don't know if it was me at the age of 20 just going to new york Instead of at the age of 20 going to Reading, I would definitely choose New York. Okay. Regenesis to we were coming from a different state, like, not saying that we lived in New York or Pennsylvania. If you were 20, you would choose to go to New York over choosing to go to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Not only that, New York City is like a melting pot of so many different cultures and ethnicities like you could really tap into a lot of things you got your Asians your Puerto Ricans your Dominicans everybody has like their own block too your Jewish yeah it's like there's so many different communities yeah and so many different cultures you can fit out in New York too yeah yeah you can get in the wrong crowd absolutely there's just so much to do and so much to see in New York yeah I agree growing up I would definitely choose New York City 
Yeah. But if I were 21 now, I'd probably take, damn, that's tough because yeah, I've that? experienced, like, the suburbs and, like, that's just the best fit for your family. So it's just depending on, like, where you at mentally also. Like, are you looking to party? Are you looking to hang out? Mm. Are you looking to network? Or are you looking to, you know, build a family? Are you looking to settle down in your profession and buy a home and, you know, provide your kids with the best education in a mm-hmm. backyard? Like, I think it's just where you at mentally will differentiate the the decision, but... New York is tough to say no, bro. Most people, like, they can't even leave New York, bro. Yeah. But even if they don't have the funds, if they do have the funds, it's just like a trap, bro. Yeah, it's like you go from, if you don't leave, it's like, oh, we'll just go to Florida and we'll retire. And that's yeah. usually how that goes. New York is tough to leave, bro. Yeah. It was tough for me to leave, but, I, you know, I hit a point in my life where I was like, yo, I don't want this shit anymore. Like, I don't, I'm tired of it. I already did everything I could yeah. do in New York City. Now it's time huh. to, like, put myself in a better position and, like, live in a nice neighborhood and live where I can park my car at any given time mm. of the day and not worry about parking or and having a backyard and seeing grass. Like, I got tired of literally the concrete jungle. Yeah. But I would, be in, New York, yeah, yeah. I would be in New York until the day I die. I love my city. Yeah. Even though my city's, like, going through some tough shit right now with, like, yeah. the violence and gang shit. But besides yeah. that, New York is a beautiful city, bro. Yeah. I don't take anything away from that city. Like, it molded me. Like, it taught me a lot of shit that I know now. Hmm. Like, if you were to take a, say you take an 18-year-old from New York and an 18-year-old from the suburbs, and you put them anywhere in the world, I believe that 18-year-old from New York... He's got street smart. Yeah, he will survive faster than the the kid that was taken out the suburbs. I agree. Yeah, I agree, too. So it's like, you're molded, you learn, everything is there for you to see. When you live in the suburbs, like everything is more calm, more relaxed, mm. and safer, which is not bad. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. If I was eighteen, I would definitely choose to live that lifestyle. But you learn more the opposite. Yeah, way. you learn more, and you you experience more coming from a city like that. Mm. I think that was that was yeah. I think that was right to the point. I think, and uh, yeah, that was that was yeah. I would agree with that. But um, hit us with a question. I was gonna say, Juan, Juan you got any more questions? I mean, I, I was the one that, like, threw away the spree on the last episode, if you guys tuned into that one, of the last, like, sporadic questions. So I, I do enjoy that you two jumped in with the questions. But, I mean, I my questions really just come off the top, like, just things that I would think about. But okay. I like the, like, the... You want to give us a rapid fa- a fire? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I, I like the questions that, like, pick your brain. The questions that you have to make, you have to make a choice. So, like, the, <laughs> the cliche question is, like, say you could... Say you're stranded on an island for, for not forever, but you're stranded on an island for a year. What three people do you bring? Wow, that is any three people in history. In history, not any three people that you know. No, in history, you if, if say you pick Michael Jackson and Drake and Derek Jeter, well, everybody else dies, so keep that in mind. I know who I'm picking. So to be honest, picking? I'm only picking three people that I know. I'm not going to pick three people that I don't know because you're putting yourself in a scenario where you have to survive. I want to know going in there, it's the three people that I have next to me, we can be on the same page, we can communicate, yeah. and we can survive mm-hmm. together. Who you so taking? bringing a celebrity, like, you don't really know him. What if he's like, 
I'm not helping this dude. I'm by myself type shit. Then I'm bringing you shit out of luck. Who are you bringing, Juan? You guys go ahead. If you guys want to wrap up questions, you answer the questions. So you guys are All right. All right. So we're on an island and we, we got to make it out and we need three people. Do you necessarily have to make it out or just stay on the no, island for a year? You try, you're going to try to make it out. But okay. chances are you're not going to make it out for six months to a year. Okay. Give just because of weather conditions. And it's just like somebody I know or just anybody? Anybody. Anybody. This is so hard because like honestly, realistically, we think like, okay, well, let me get like Elon, like... Let me get, like, people that have, like, mm-hmm. the ability to create and, like, right. do something that, like, you don't even think of, like, how? But you gotta, you gotta remember. So, yeah, well, Elon I, is not gonna do that much for you. You don't he's think? More, he's more on the tech-savvy part of things. There's nothing there for him. What happens if he calls somebody, think, hey, yo, Do you, do you think need... Elon Musk can build you a, a campfire? Nope. Or he can build you a house out of straight wood and leaves? Yeah, but what kind of, what kind of, that's another question to this, like. You're on an island, I'm, bro, you have to survive, there's not. It's not peaches and and coconuts falling from the from the what you call it from the trees. Do you still have cell not phones? a bar there? No, no. cell phone. It okay. doesn't matter. Mm. All right, you know we, this question is too complicated for Mike. Can we let's change it to? <laughs> what, I was I was thinking three, though. What was, three objects do you bring then? You're trying to escape. You can't you can't bring a boat. All right. And don't say submarine or yacht. You can't bring three a objects on an island, and you're trying to survive. You're trying to escape and survive. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jose. Let Mike think. I'll take a, about that one, actually. Definitely, I'll take like a machete or an axe, something that I could chop trees uh-huh. with. Yeah. So a knife. Or to hunt. I'll take a, a fire starter. And uh, are we on fresh water or are we on salt water? You're in salt water. So if I'm in salt water, I'm going to take one of those purified. Like Boca Chica. One of those water purifiers where you can like clean water and stuff. Yeah. So I need an axe to hunt. I need uh, a star fire to to create heat to cook. Yeah. To keep me warm, and I need something that's gonna clean yeah. the water because if you don't have water in a couple of days, you're gonna die. So yeah. those are the three main objects I will need to survive. I can't argue against that. All right, what are you getting, Mike? I'm getting the exact same three things he said. Maybe just <laughs> like Mike does Mike survival gun, like, skills, like a machete or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just something where I could maybe like, but then you do need a chop. Like so, I would debate maybe the first one. You yeah. know, with you a little bit, but I, I do agree. Like, hey, you need that to chop down wood. Like, yeah, and like any sort of tool where you can like, yeah, hunt and chop. Like whether it's a machete, an axe, uh, yeah, anything, a, a katana. Something to help you like chop wood, but like you haven't been, <laughs> you haven't been tested. What are you? All right, so what are you taking there, uh, Me, Jungle got, Boy? What do you think? I'm bringing <laughs> Jungle Boy. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm bringing. I feel like we went too, uh, too deep, right? Yeah. I'm bringing several. <laughs> no. I'm bringing ten different pieces of a really wide PVC. Wait, wait. You said three things, not. Well, that's one thing. It's there are different pieces of PVC, but it's still PVC. You freaking PVC. It's still PVC. <laughs> My man should have just brought the uh, volleyball from Castaway. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm bringing PVC. Okay. Right? So you can float on water? PVC, super glue, and then inflatable balls. And I'm going to make uh, kind of like a – or I'm going to take a stick just from the island – and then I'm going to make a boat. And I'm getting the hell off that island, dog. That's what I'm doing. And that's it. How long do you think it's going to take you to yeah, build no, that? No, that's not That's not going to take me a lot of time to build. Just put all the PVC sticks next to each other. Super glue the balls onto it. 
and then flip it over once it's dry and put it in the water and go. What happens if there's a storm? If there's a storm, I'm dead. I'll see you. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get out. There's not going to be a storm until I get out, at least so, with God willing. So and they're going to be plastic. They're not going to be rubber. They're not going to be like pinched. They're going to be plastic. You don't plan to eat? Yeah, that's a tough I'm part. I'm getting right off the island. I'm so not he's staying saying clean, on. clean. Like, you're getting, first 10 minutes, me and you are like camping for a little. He's just saying, I'm gone. No, you're figuring out how to live. I'm I'm not even, don't give me a knife, don't no. give me heat because I'm not staying. Just give me stuff to get off. No, that's I'm, the way I thought about it. I don't know about you, man. I'm like Leo in uh, Shutter Island. I'm you're trying to figure out how to, what to is going out on. Go like, safely. Yeah, me and Jose are going to do the due diligence and uh, get through that way. You just uh, try to get off on a speedboat there. With the PVC buy, I don't know. All right, next question. Uh, you win a million dollars today. What do you do with it? Lottery. They give you seven hundred sixty thousand after taxes because we live in PA. Hmm. Jose, go ahead. Mike's thinking. Yeah, I got to think about this. Seven hundred thousand. Seven sixty. Right away. Seven. You just won the lotto million. Yo, no funny shit like. I'll probably buy me a mobile home, bro. Mm. I, I I will literally oh. buy me a mobile home. Why? Like one of those vans. Yeah, a mobile home. Yo, and why? That's what I want. Why? And I'll just travel, bro. If, it, if we're not going to say the cliche thing as in like, oh, buy my mom a house or yeah. whatever the case may be. If you just have $700,000 right now yeah. to do anything that you wanted, I will literally go buy a Sprinter, gut it out. Turn it into a mobile home, bed, TV, shower. Yeah, high. Every, like you're thinking like high end. Everything included, satellite, and I'm just gonna travel to the country. Like me, a, my girlfriend, and my dog. A really like high end like RV kind of look. Yeah, that's not gonna. To. That's not gonna cost me more than a hundred yeah. grand. With the rest of the money, I can survive for a year to travel the whole world. Okay. Well, not the whole world, but America completely. We could go see the mountains. You know, that would be cup. sick. That travel would be sick to do. Cross. All the way to Cali, like see different parts of America, bro. America's so big, and we stay t- cliche to the oh, let's go to Miami, oh, let's go to Houston, oh, let's go to Los Angeles. Yeah, there's so many beautiful parts of America, bro, that people don't even try to tap into. So I would get a mobile van and just travel. Me, my girl, my dog, eat different foods, go to different cities, and just travel for a year straight, and probably do a podcast on the road. I like that. We take in the mix uh, with Mike if we win the lotto on the road. Yeah, get absolutely. High in RV. I like that. Though. That's I something I would do. I wasn't expecting that. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna go. Gonna, you, but I like that. I'm not gonna go buy a Lambo or anything stupid like that. Yeah. Mike, uh, you know I'll just travel, doing? bro. I would definitely. Re, you know, definitely. If I if I had that, uh, won that much money, I probably would. You know, get my get my family some some gifts and just. You know, nice things to repay them and thank them for everything that they have given me, whether it be, you know, values and ethics and how to, you know, be who I am today. Yeah. So that would be first and foremost for me. And then um, I would take, you know, my friends, people close to me in my circle. Um, we'd all be living large, I think. <laughs> to an extent. To an extent. Like, I'm not blowing it. I'm saying, like. You could probably take us, like, on one trip. Anywhere yeah. in the world for like a week. Yeah, but I, then I would look and say, okay, I'm gonna invest about a hundred grand, you know, throughout multiple accounts, multiple funds, 
But then I, I don't know if I would do anything crazy with that amount because that's not money that you're going to live the rest of your life off of. Absolutely not. So I, I would take the time to really look at like, okay, I have this opportunity now. What am I going to do with it? I don't, you know, maybe I would take it on the show and just make the show like blow it up into like the biggest thing, you know, yo, little baby 50 G's on the show and we're up real quick, you know, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Maybe I would do that to set myself up where I don't have to work again by utilizing the tools that I have in front of me. Yeah. Cause I feel like when we were listening to a couple of interviews and things on YouTube, like we listen to Rick Ross and like, he was like one man's asset is another man's liability. And yeah. I'm just like, Holy shit. Like reverse it. He said, he's like one man's liability is another person's asset. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's like he smacks, he's, he's smart. So we're like two different playing fields, bro. That's yeah. what it is. Everybody's different. Yeah. So like, I would just try to utilize what I have in front of me and try to, make good use of it well what about you what would you do would you go just full bore or? yeah no i'm taking the 760 i'm putting 500 right away into the nasdaq so i'm buying i'm gonna buy that all in stock because the nasdaq okay i'm hearing you i just looked at his face i was like wow i just i don't know what's so funny because the nasdaq hasn't historically really gone down and oh do you what, see where we are years today and then Right, it could it could go crazy and it could super plummet, but half a mil though. Yeah, I'll put a half in there and just hold it. It's not like it's gonna sit in there for ten years. It's Boy, you smoking some good we shit. We need to get Steely back really it's on the pod. Probably, it's probably gonna sit in there for a year to two years, but I just I don't want it sitting in some account and just not doing anything. Okay. And I think I would probably make money. I don't think I, I honestly don't believe I would lose anything in the Nasdaq because I have bought the Nasdaq and I, now I'm pulling out my portfolio right now just because it, this is gonna take that turn, but. <laughs> uh, I bought the Nasdaq before, and I'm winning on it. So I'd put five hundred thousand straight in the Nasdaq, and then Full. I would take two hundred thousand, and I would buy land in DR. I don't know if I would buy commercial or okay. Uh, what is it? It's commercial or what is it? Commercial real estate and oh, um, shit, I'm blanking on it. Reit. Residential, commercial, yeah. I don't know. Residential, like residential, because like I would, I kind of do want to do a restaurant, but then I do want to do a hotel, but then I also want to do a house. So like, I don't know what I would do, but I would definitely save two hundred thousand dollars to be able to create and produce a project of something that I would really enjoy in DR for my for my whole family. That means mom, dad, sisters, aunts, cousins, because yeah. In due time, everyone in my family, whether you live in DR, whether you live in the states, you go to DR once a year, and I can't say that for my family that's Dominican that can't come here. So. I would definitely do the land and the investment in DR. And then with the 60000 that's left, that's going to be like rainy day, put away just in an own in its own savings account. If I break my leg or I need a new car or something. Well, actually, yeah, I do need a new car. But <laughs> if I break my leg or if I get like an, another Altima, I'll take that <laughs> one. But for, Shout out I the would, Altima on the pod. I would, definitely save half, I would definitely save half a million for a project that m- my mind – told me i wouldn't be able to not do you know like yeah. something that i would dead set on and i wanted to invest half a million on whether it be my own company my own brand my own brand my own image uh a watch no matter what it was why yeah. would it, why would you invest in nasdaq and not in yourself because no the nasdaq would still be there but i feel like i would gain money on it. i'm not going to set a half a million into a normal account not doing anything or into a savings account not doing enough of so the, what it could do in the nasdaq so we i believe in my american workers in the nasdaq to be strong and to <laughs> keep up the points for the next two years because that's what i said i said i'll keep it in there for two years just saying i wouldn't put anything in there yeah it's a lot of money if you said maybe like a hundred i would be like okay yeah. 200 500 000, bro. half a mil all right 
What happens if like we have another COVID by accident? Everything just okay. Clock. I'm not trying to shit on it. No, I'm no, just, it's okay. Yeah, I'm I, just saying. I, 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 you may make more ago, money than two, all of us in 20 years if we had this. Two, like, if this two, just happens, you know. Two what I mean? years ago today, be up 400 million. But also, the money's just sitting in the Nasdaq for you. The Nasdaq's not going to go to zero. So regardless, it's okay. I could put a half a million in there because it's fake money, and then even if it did go down to thirty dollars, I would lose two hundred thousand dollars. But and realistically, and That's a lot of money. If we were talking. That same two hundred thousand that you say you're gonna lose is the same two hundred thousand that you could have put into the the land. But and that's gonna be that two hundred. There's also gonna be already two hundred in DR, and it could be a house. It could be a. It could be anything in DR. And I think that once I do, and I'm, I have this on the pod, whatever day, whatever episode this is. But once I, I do it. start to invest and build in the Dominican Republic, I don't see anything I do not being profitable. I say you take that five hundred thousand dollars and build you two hotels in DR. Could Instead of like putting that. it in in the Nasdaq, I don't know. I'm not saying that the Nasdaq, the Nasdaq is a ba- is a bad decision. I just feel like with the, th- the way things are going, I wouldn't put my money in any of those things, yeah, any crypto know, or none of that shit, bro. And the government at, runs, yeah. The at one day, too, from right? one day to another, or Russia can just come and wipe everything out like they've been, yeah, trying yeah. to do I, forever. But I'm looking on at the uh, at the charts right now, and looking at it live today. What day is it today? September 8th? September 8th. Two years ago, and I said I was keeping it in there for two years. Two years ago, September 8th, 2020, the NASDAQ was at $43.43. Today, it's at $63.09. I would have made $20 on every share if, if we said this relatively two years ago. Just saying. And we went through a pandemic in those two years, and everything went to hell. And then it just went down $10 in the last year, really, and it went back up, too. So I'm going to stand on my NASDAQ bet and, and, you know, bet on that myself and then create the wealth like that. But that is how I'm going to go about my money. Hmm. I respect that. About my okay. 760. Yeah, I mean, it's and you be, also said too on it that you're doing a real estate in It's going to be investment, that? save, and it's going to be more save. That's okay. what it's going to be for me. It's going to be like I never even had the money if you think about it. All right. I like it. Well, I, I think uh, we probably exceeded the uh, LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Drake, who's interviewing who, but... At least it gives the viewers an opportunity and the listeners out there to uh, at least know a little bit more about, you know, the the cast of In the Mix with Mike. And uh, That's I guess pretty dope. We'll do some we'll do some final thoughts. Um, Jose, any any kind of final thoughts that you could think of? Oh, uh, you can swing back around to me. Uh, I'm looking up something that I want to okay. bring up. You want to bring up? Okay. Wanna, any closing any closing thoughts? Nothing. I'm all right. I'm all right. I uh, I'm going to be making some moves here soon. We're getting back, back to Reading Pier with my family. Damn. Seeing what's what, who's who, who's where. And Virtual uh, producer looking like for a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm, come I'm excited. Up. I'm excited to see where life takes me and what happens over the next couple of weeks, days. We'll get the script over email. But, uh, Jose, uh, you ready or you want me to close it out? Uh, we could probably close it out. Okay. All right. Great pod, you. guys. Yeah, I mean, this was a great pod. Just want to let the listeners know, uh, Apple Podcast. We are on Apple Podcast now, so I'm very excited about that. Um, we're going to be dropping the Instagram maybe in a matter of hours. We're getting that ready and um, a lot of exciting things to come. Uh, we'll close out this podcast tonight with uh, the news today that happened uh, in England. Uh, Queen Elizabeth at the age of 96 years old uh, passed away. So we'll close out this uh, episode with a moment of silence and our thoughts and prayers are with her and her family and the country of England. So amen. Amen to that. And uh, everybody stay safe out there. Amen. God bless.